Give me five minutes. The podcast with Scars and Elijah. You are in an open conversation zone. There is no tapping out once you've tapped in. Eli examinations, hood stories, nightmares for critics. And if you're that passionate, we'll bring you on and you can have five minutes. It's like people that have cheated in the past. Mm. You know, like sometimes, like if they've cheated, like they can try and project the fact of the cheating onto the other partner. They haven't done much, fully. but like, but because they're like, no, like I've, I've cheated. So I know what it's like. I, I know, know what I know like. what's happening. Oh, you did this. Mm. So that means because when I did it, mm. this is what I did. This is what I did. But you haven't communicated that with the person. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, with the show, one thing that I thought was interesting with what they did is. It's almost as if, like, progressively, you can tell they're peeling back layers. Mm. Yeah? They're, like, they're constantly, like, just... It's like, after they've kind of got out one little secret, something else is is, yeah. is in there. It's like an onion. Yeah, you can tell the dysfunction was crazy. Like, some the, the, this kind of story for this family, there's just kind of stuff that you just write in a book. Mm. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, and to me, you know, se- separate from all of this, I hope all of them... Do you know what I mean? All the best in it. Like, they just seem like normal people who... So this is what I wanted to get to about, like, the truth and validity. So, like, you see, like, near the end, when uh, Ayanla was kind of making them talk to the to, to the brother. Yeah, so she got a picture out and they just spoke to the picture. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was... The way she explained about, like, you don't have to um, talk of him in a positive light, nor do you have to vilify him. Just say the truth. Mm. I just thought that's that's so it's so it's so powerful and it's kind of strange. Most of us we can't do that because in 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 our heads, just like the the older sister, she sees it as obviously nah, put him in jail, it's over. Like do you know what I mean, I don't he he can't he can't be a citizen in the family in society mm, and mm, everything else. Mm. But that's the predicament when it's your family member, when it's your, like your brother, your sister. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, how, where, where'd you go from there? Mm. Like, it's it's the truth. You kind of just have to live there, let their truth be real. So it's almost as if I'm not expecting the daughter who got raped, the youngest, to explain to people all the time. But it's almost as if, make sure, you know, that's who he was. You know, that is the facts of what happened. Yeah. Don't feel ashamed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's nothing wrong. You, you could not have controlled it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing, it's not as if uh, if somebody, well, yeah, if somebody was there, but it's almost as if this has happened, like, and there's nothing you can do about the past. Yeah. I thought the dynamic was interesting as well because um, whoever's listening, like, when you do watch it, like, you'll realise that the youngest daughter told the her older daughter, the middle daughter, she actually told her and said, look, like, he's, he's touching me, he's having sex with me. And she didn't do anything, you know? She knew about it, she knew about it from the age of eight um, to 16, but never said anything about it, unfortunately. So it was a case of like, but that's because she had a lot of resentment towards her younger daughter. And she explained it as like, well, when she was born, it's like her mother just forgot about her and gave all the attention to the younger daughter. So she, she didn't feel loved. She felt rejected. And what added to that as well is that when the middle daughter was at school, there was a lot of talkings, rumblings, rumours that like she's out here sleeping with a lot of guys, you know, and she was rolling with a 
group of girls that were sleeping with a lot of guys and she was part of them. And what I found interesting, and anyone listening as well can probably chime in in your own time, is that the mother was really um, calling her out, you know, saying, she was saying to her daughter, oh, you're a hoe, you're a prostitute, like you're this, you're that. But what she didn't realise is that she she was sleeping with people. It's just that she wasn't sleeping with guys. She was sleeping with girls. Or a girl. Or a girl. And, but she allowed the rumours and everything about boys to continue because she was, she, obviously, she, she wanted to hide the fact that she... she She's she, embarrassed. Yeah, yeah so. she, she was a lesbian. But when Ayala spoke to the mother and was like, why was you calling her out of the name? Like, I mean, you're her mother. Why are you calling her a hoe and all this kind of stuff there? And what the revelation was is that the mum said she, her behaviour reminded her of herself when she was her age. Yeah, but she didn't forcefully say that. She didn't, like- Ayanla had, Ayan had to get that, those out, words from her. Out. She was, and think about it, people, like, boy, like, this is the mother, like, boy, like, this is- you know, like you saying just to your child, your own mom. yeah, like, just think of your own mum, or think of you who have children, and you're saying to them, "Look, I was, I was a bit loose like that, yeah. like back in the day." Like, but see, th- but th- that, that's the issue as well. See, she could have said that. Like, she could have. T- t- yeah, I almost, I almost feel like now, what, if she said that, what would the daughters have done? What are they gonna do? Like, oh, mum, you are out. Just move on. But it would also help with the communication. Because yeah. that's why them two can actually have a conversation, and the mum can say, "Look, it don't, it don't, it don't work out like that. Like it don't, it don't pay. Like this is what happens. You're getting just warn her of all the Jimmy yeah. jams that you can get involved with when when you're like that. But I mean, again, I'm not saying that from a high place. Oh yeah, you should say that because hmm, boy, for a lot of parents, how many? Even me, I don't I haven't got children, but how many times can you say, "Look," or it takes a lot of courage. I was, I'll be honest to say to your child, look, like this is how I was moving mad but you know when what? I was younger. But having watched this show, it's necessary. It's, to be honest, in my head, I just think, yeah, but if you had more empathy, you wouldn't even be thinking in that way. As in how? Mate, if you was a whole, or you was doing all these things and now you think your daughter's doing that or whatever, because the other side is, what evidence did she have? She didn't have the evidence. She she just hears what was going on at school, but what was going was going on with all, all these other things. Correct. And, However, and, and, hold on, and I just feel like that's the issue. Do you remember what I was saying yesterday about to, I, I, to be honest, whether it's family or whatever, people need to take a bit more time, get a bit more evidence. Don't get it twisted. There's no easy way around something. If your brother says to you that you know what, yeah, oh, um, I murdered somebody. Yeah, yeah, of course. Why would they tell you that? That's a lie. But does it mean like what? You just believe what they say as as and when. You're not gonna, do you know what I mean? You're just gonna get mad and do you know what I mean react. And if she saw it differently, she'd be thinking, you know what? Yeah, let me actually comfort my daughter and show her the ways. Show her that you know what, babes, don't do it like that. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Look, like I'm not being. I'm not trying to say I'm some example, but just you come at a different angle. Why was you getting angry? You're getting angry because you made those mistakes. So when you yeah. was hoeing, you was going deeper and deeper. It weren't like, oh, you hold, you stripped, you, you saved up your money, you did whatever. She was she was projecting. Get, thank you. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what I mean. If you had just looked at it differently, I just think, so why in any way would you be angry? If I was an old school gangster and oh, I relived this crazy life, my son's now doing it, beyond getting mad, and I just want to know, bro, like, no, son, like, this, <laughs> yo, this is not funny. This is real. Do you get what I'm saying? Let me show you another way, not, oh, you look at you, flipping idiot. What's wrong with you? You dumb guy. You stupid, stupid, blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, that's a lot of people's default. 
Yeah, but, but yeah, true, 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 true. There's a lot of people's but, default because they don't want to explain the fact that they were doing it as well. It's a lot of subconscious, like, oh, you know when people just say, oh, I'm worried that you're going to do this or mm. worried that you're going to do that. But that's only because they've done it before in the past. Yeah. They, but they, they want to project it onto you because they're like, well, I'm, I've been that person on the other side, but I want to just project onto you because I don't want to admit the fact that I was moving like that. Back and then this is Man Like Mudge. You're now tuned into the Give Me Five Minute Podcast, also known as the GM5M. Here with my brother Samuel. You know what it is. You know what time it is. Man Like Mudge, out. You know, something you just said just reminded me of people say stuff like, would you let your daughter date a man like yourself? Oh yeah, for sure. That's what rings in my head with all of this mm. stuff. Like, it doesn't matter what's happened. Like, in my opinion, mate, every every person that's out there, yeah, for the public, yeah, let's say, for instance, you know, someone's got a past that they're not proud of. Mm. To me, you can get over it. Like, when I look at you, I've, I've opened it, let's say I've just walked into work, opened the door, someone brand new, there. I don't know you, you know? I don't know you from Adam. You're a blank canvas. Yeah. When you're walking the street, you're a blank canvas. Yeah, yeah cool, you got your family or whatever, but most people don't care. That little whole spree that you had in 2003, okay, yeah, 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 whatever, but it's done now. Uh. Like, it's over. And I'm not saying it's over about the pain, I just mean it like, but that was the past. You're not that person now. However, just like what the mum said, she said that she didn't actually need to speak to anybody about, or she, or, not that she's justified, but she was like, I didn't need to ask my daughter if she was out there doing this hoey stuff because I recognised the, the behaviour straight that's, up. Well, to me, that's, that's a, a flaw big time like obviously i'm just i'm just highlighting like again like the dysfunctionality is already yeah. there but it, 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 i just feel like just no you gotta change the way of thinking like yeah. why are you thinking in that way for your child if you think your child should be upbeat and positive if they if they do something bad why are you thinking bad like why are you thinking negative that's your child that you raised mm. that's why i say yeah about integrity if you know you're a good person then you're not gonna think like that it's like people that have cheated in the past Mm. You know, like sometimes like if they've cheated, like they can try and project the fact of the cheating onto the other partner. They haven't done much. Fully. But like but because they're like, no, like huh, I've I've cheated. Before. So I know what it's like. I, I know, know what I know like. what's happening. Oh, you did this. Mm. So that means because when I did it, mm. this is what I did. This is what I did. But you haven't communicated that with the person. Mm. You know what I mean? Like boy. So like I I remember like one of the boys, oh I say I remember, but I just spoke to him the other day. Mm. So him and his uh, girl broke up now and all that kind of stuff that so he was just explaining so he was just like look one of the big things that he would always go through is that when when his girl was a bit younger and stuff like that now i'm not going to say the ages but when his girl was a bit younger she had gone out a few times with married men so it's almost like, okay, so what she would do. So what she would do Enjoyment. sometimes, sometimes be like, oh, like, I'm kind of scared that, you know, like, or if we get married in the future, that that you may also just be creeping and stuff like that. But he, but he was just like, no, nah, like, boy, like, that wasn't his intention and stuff like that. But that's what, but because she had actually told him, which is a good thing, she had actually disclosed that with him. But every now and again she would say that before just one of the things that he spoke to me about he was just like hmm but he was but he was just like nah like that that's that's coming from from you because you know because when he asked her he said well what was going through your mind like whenever you were going out with these married men and it was just simple like where and men and women who have done that before you could probably relate they're like well that's between them and their partner 
got nothing to do with me. I'm the third person here. So that's between them. Like that's between them two. I have no loyalty to the other, to the wife or the husband. But because they've done it before and they know what it, they know that there's people in the world that think like that. Mm. So if you're a guy and you've been and you've been doing your thing with a lot of married women, so obviously, unfortunately, if you're like that, you when you get married yourself, you may be like, hmm, I know there's guys out there that don't give a damn and there's wives out there that don't give a damn. So at any moment, my wife could also be like this because obviously they, their, their partners have zero idea of what's going on behind closed doors. I don't want to be in that situation. So still I'm going to oh. behave like this. I'm going I'm to be on eggshells for the whole thing. Still element of no trust. Mm. So you're with your, your, your wife, whatever it is, and you, you just know you're like, <laughs> she will cheat. <laughs> She's going to cheat. Because I know. Because I guys, know this. Because there's guys like me that are around that are doing this and like, you know what I mean? Like the, and there's women out there that are on it. And the thing is, that's true. Like, like we're not, I'm not going to sit here and deny that. My thing is just, yeah, but then what's the point being with someone then? Good point. What's, what's the point? If you feel like, oh, that, that doubt is just always lingering there. What is the point? And I go back to this, this mother. If you don't ever trust your daughter, yeah. Who else do you trust? Probably no one because unfortunately because of because of her past and being violated yeah, and stuff the trauma. like that. The trauma and because she's bottled it up for twenty, so thirty long. years, it's gonna be hard to trust. And that's actually one of the things that the middle daughter who is a lesbian says. She said, Look, because of what's happened to her from her dad and the violations that happened being raped when she was young, she doesn't actually trust men. She That's, has zero relationship. Yeah, she has zero relationship with men. So, And the thing is, remember when the mum was saying she was taking extra shifts just to not... Just, be around. Just to, yeah, just to avoid her daughter. That's cold, bro. That's a cold thing. I can't... Just like you said at the start, mm. pure luck. Like sometimes I do think of it and I think, you know what? My mum's the greatest. She's the greatest. Why do you think she was trying to avoid the daughter? The pain. I think, I think the mum must have known something was going on. Bro, like, not only, even if she had an incline, it just, to me, it just goes with what I said. Think about it. You, you heard your daughter's a whole, whatever, she's doing all these activities. Instead of you to just help her, you've now, you've... you've, you've uh, cussed her out, man. Yeah, cussed her out. You, you're, you're pushing her over. You're just doing more hours. You're not doing anything. You're running away. Get me. Uh, yeah, you're running away. Come on. You listen to the Give Me Five Minutes podcast. Give Me Five Minutes podcast. <laughs> like with in in households here yeah, that have like multiple kids, I think we was discussing a little bit of it yesterday. Where like you, you I, I feel I feel like there's that there's that little uh, moments in parents, mm. especially parents that are not successful or they're not where they want to be yet. Let's just say you've got the three or four kids. Your first kid. You and the, you know, husband and wife were kind of struggling. They didn't have a place yet. You know, it was still, you know, this kind of situation and everything else. Then, cool, they get their place now. Now they have the second you. They have the second you. But what they've kind of done now is they've 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 had to like take some energy off this, uh, the, the, first child. the first child and transfer it into the second child because now they understand the system. They understand whether they've got their property, they've got a structure, like, you know, you know, drop him at this school, so forth, babysitters, I don't know, or family or whatever it is. Then we get to like that third, <laughs> we get to like that third child. Mm. I always hear this. The third child is the one that got everything because by then everything is kind of solidified and established. Do you know what I mean? Now, They've, they've, you know, uh, maybe the, the the money's kind of 
in control now. Get me? The first two kids are, yeah, they're, they're going to school, you know, they're, they're learning and they're getting in that mode. Mm. And then what naturally happens, the first, I feel like the oldest naturally, they're, they're too old where they don't have that uh, envy. I don't know, I don't want to say jealousy, but they don't have that kind of envy in them. But the middle child, who's kind of closest to the younger, was the last one who was getting the attention. Sometimes this just the things I've I've heard. Do you get what I'm saying? Sometimes it depends on the age gap as well. Mm. Because I feel like if like a child is born and then like a year later another one, like because they're kind of growing up like a year or two apart, it's it's kind of like the same experience. Like, but when it's those ones that the child is like eight, nine, and then another child comes in, mm. like and there's a big age age gap like you gotta think like that child's been having six seven eight nine years of just me and the parents now someone else is coming but it really does depend on how the parents navigate it seems like here once that once the new child was born and this is why like even though i don't want to speculate stuff like that but i just feel that it's a different father because obviously no it uh, is yeah Yeah. i'm gonna put my foot down and say bro they don't first of all they don't look alike in my opinion and just for the sheer fact that we didn't get not one piece of information whether the dad is in jail dead alive he doesn't and she, to them. and she didn't like and she and she didn't because also as well when she said that she was taking extra shifts at work it was also to get away from him as well so about their like the middle child's father so it was also as well so like okay you got a new partner you got a new child it's like okay we're gonna start this again loving and mm. all that kind of stuff there like you Remind me of whatever, the last guy, I'm going to put you to the side. I'm just going to shower this new baby with all the love and attention and everything like that. It happens a lot in families, like, where, you know, like, excuse me. It happens a lot in families where, like, I've seen it twice. Very, 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 very close friends, right? Wait, you're a middle child. Did you ever feel like that? But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, we're two years apart. Okay, so you, you think, because it was so close... We just grew up together. There wasn't any... I can't remember, because as, as earliest as I can remember, um, my older one was there, my younger one was there. It's like, we've always been... I, 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 can't, I can't remember a time that they weren't there. So it's just like, oh, it's not like I've lived my life and, oh, who's this new person just popping up? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? That mum's hugging, like, what's all this about? It's just, by the time I was conscious of even thought, like, everyone was there. So it's not like any, there couldn't be anything like that, which is why, like, you know, I feel like, not to say that that's the the be and end all, yeah, if you're a year or two apart, it's, it's going to be like that, but I feel it did help, consciously anyway, like, because like, like I said, I can't remember a time that it was just me getting all the attention, no. Like, we were all getting the attention, you know what I mean? And you From think, my point of view anyway. Do you think the gender mattered as well? So, like, let's say if you was a girl, do you think it would have changed anything or... You know, or even in the, the dynamic of like three straight girls, not well, straight, whatever. I mean, just three girls back to back or like three boys back to back or when it's like a mixture, you, it's a bit different. I can't honestly say, to be fair, man, I feel like just growing up and everything like that, you know, just obviously for my fam, just the man of the house, isn't it? Like, boy, that's just where it was, isn't it? But even though I was a middle child, like I was, I was at like the man of the house and but to be fair, but I was, I was pretty handy, man. It's not I need to be lifted or hammered or whatever like that, but I was the one doing it from young age, innit? So, mm, I want lifters. Yeah, man. Like, boy, like, you know, like when you lift the sofa, you know, eight, nine years old and all that kind of stuff, you move it out of the house. Like, boy, eight, that's nine the kind years of old. Bruv. Man's lifting sofas. Bruv, like. Super boy. kid, yeah? Bruv, just 
that's just what it was, isn't it? Like, I thought it was a minor until people started, you know, jaws, yeah, yeah, jaws on the floor and all that stuff, six pack. Mm. But, six pack, yeah? But that's what it was. I, I can't say that it was just, it was just kind of like natural and normal, to be fair, you know? Mm. You know, you have fun with, like, like, you have fun with everybody and then, but me being the only, but me being the only boy, obviously I have my own time as well, which is mm. kind of similar to how I'm like now. Like, I like having my own space sometimes. I like mm. being in my room, or just being by myself because I've lived that my whole life. Mm. You know, like when it's time to go to bed or when it's time to just like unwind or whatever like that, you know, like it just is what it is like. Obviously mm. with the girls and all that kind of stuff, like they're in the same room, they're changing, they're talking, makeup, hair, all that kind of stuff. I'm just in my room combing my hair and just in my own world, isn't it? Separating. Mm. All the activities are separate. Mm. You, see, you see what I'm trying to say? So that's kind of like how I'm like now, like and I'm only realising it because that's just how it was in childhood. Like I'll just go to my room and just be by myself because I always have my own room. You see what I'm saying? Like, but if, but it, it can be different sometimes. Like for people that grew up and they always shared, you know what I mean? Maybe that's a whole different dynamic. You know what I mean? Like as when they grow up, like how are they like, like do they have to always have people around? Are they comfortable in their own space or can they reject it where they want their own space so badly that like they're just going to you know, disconnect from everyone else and from society because they've had enough of sharing and all that kind of stuff there and they run out in a haste. Mm-hmm. The key thing is that with the mother and the children, the only thing that I can say is that they got, they got good advice. They got very good what, advice. My yeah, man. I feel anyone should watch this. Like, you know, it's called uh, Three Daughters and Our Dead Son. Yeah. You know, like, I fix my life. Yes. Mm. Um, yeah. For sure. Like, I feel everyone should go watch that and, you know, you'll see it. And also as well, like, don't judge it because, you know, you could be shocked and, you know, like, obviously, because some of the stuff is pretty shocking. But What do you mean don't judge it? Oh, like, like, like you know some people you know there's always going to be some people like, oh she should have said something or the mum should have done this the mum should have done that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> you, you were saying a bit of that yesterday I said that the mum I said that I can't blame the mum for her violent reaction of hearing the news first time I said I can't, no, I, can't the, I can't blame her for the that the bit about like oh she should have found out no okay cool so what happened is that when the mum found out the son died six months later Ayala asked her why didn't you ask your son and she said, well, she said she didn't, she didn't have an answer actually for it. And I was like, okay, cool. Fair enough. You may not have asked him on the day you found out. However, he was on his, he was in hospital for six months. Like I, for me, I was just thinking you probably could have gone to the hospital and, and actually asked him what the hell is going on. Mm. Obviously under security because you probably, she, she may have ended up strangling him or something, but still go there and say, cause you had six months. I know, I know the guy's dying, but you know, in this kind of situation, like I'm not trying to sound heart- heartless, but like if he's gone, he's gone in it. Like, but you, you need to get the information in it. Like, please don't take that the wrong way in it. Like, yeah. like if he's going, and if, no, if he's no, going no, to yeah. go, it's good to just get that info. Say, look, like you're going, so we need to get this info out now because you're not going to be able to speak in but six that, months. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. It's just more like, look, as we watched it, you can you, you just in my head for the fact that she's just not. She, she, you can just tell like there's just bare dysfunction. So she probably, yeah, she's never asked him. Probably, yo, you know, it happened. Her, her first reaction says it all. She said, why? And this girl went, oh, I want to kill him. I want to kill him. I just think the mum knew. If, oh, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I feel, for sure. I feel for sure, she for sure, knew. For sure. But well, it was well, a confirmation. Te- te- technically, I keep thinking, yeah, when she said the whole, oh, yeah, I, um, he was raped. I, isn't, that, isn't that her saying it? Yeah, because she already knew. But, it's like this wasn't disclosed. The thing about it is that he is now dead, isn't it? Like, boy, of course, yeah. respect the dead and all that stuff, yeah. But he's now dead, like, boy. That, shouldn't that be? 
well, obviously, I say shouldn't it be, but it would have been nice for her to have disclosed that to the rest of the daughters. Yeah, but she's not member. But she's not. Yeah, she's I get not it. the. the she's not even. I, I even think. Let's say you took the mother out of the situation. Who is that brother closest with? The middle daughter. Exactly. So. It was kind of, and he's, and he's a kid. And in the end, if there's one thing Ayanla said that was interesting, she was like, you know, he wasn't a bad person. Now, trust hey. me, people, listen up. Hey, I'm not saying these are not my exact feelings or whatever. This is what Ayanla conjured up from what she said. She basically said, yeah, like he's not a bad person. He's a person that was was broken. He had sickle cell, didn't know when he's going to live. Uh, he always going through pain. This this guy couldn't conjure up like what was good. The only thing he was taught was, man was taught to crawl across the floor and rape his sister. Do you get what I'm saying? And he thought, you know what? If I'm going through pain and I'm hurting, I don't care who I hurt. Even if that's my little uh, uh, minor sister or a sister who's a minor. Like, to me, we already know that uh, that's not even a judgment thing. That's just, it's far gone. We we know that that one was is a serious case. Like, hey, but give me five minutes, man. Yeah, man. Roll on. Your five minutes start now. Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that point, isn't it? Like, you know, I feel like there's a real big thing about, you know, when someone violates somebody and everything like that. And something that Ayala was saying was, and something that I believe it would that that exercise about talking to the son and all that kind of stuff and just saying the truth is more about taking the power away from him you know when you can take the power away even though this person violated you 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 can say you know what i accept what happened but i'm not going to let it define my future actions or my future self i've made peace with it which is very difficult to do that's a very that that is a that is a life mission but I can make peace with it. But even she said, you don't even have to forgive him. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about forgiving the person. It's just about saying, I accept what happened, okay? It's not my fault. I don't take responsibility for that happening. Someone took advantage. But even though that happened, I'm not going to let it define my life. And what I can do is help the next generation not get in that situation. And I can actually share through my experience. So the youngest daughter, the one that was molested by the son, sorry, by, by her brother, um, has two children, you know, and she's 21. And what she was saying is that her, her relationship is like, she has no connection when it comes to men, you know, like it's, it's been like, it's just been drained off. But the best thing that she can do is to help those two children. I don't know if they were boys or girls, but regardless, she can help those children and actually don't make the same mistakes that her mum made and communicate to those children and say, look, this is what happened to me. I'm telling you this out of love and I want you to be fully aware of things that can happen. Okay. And unfortunately, like, I don't, this is not my prayer for anyone, but if it does happen to somebody, don't blame yourself. Come to me. You can come to me. Uh, this is what the mum should be saying. You can come to her and explain what happened and I can give you full understanding and I can comfort you and I can teach you about ways to deal with it. And being the mother or the father, whoever it is, that's probably the best thing that you can do for the child. Just show that the child hasn't hurt the parent. Because that's what Ayala was saying, that the children feel like they're, they're hurting the mother. 
by telling her what happened. And of course, the child doesn't want to hurt their parents. So they're naturally not going to say anything. They're going to be like, this This is going to crush my parents. But if you can show, even if like Ayala said, one thing that Ayala said that I, f- that I felt was very powerful, she was like, you can, after the fact, you can run away to the toilet somewhere and literally break down and cry. You know what I mean? We're not saying to be a robot and to just take all the information in and just get on with your work. No. But in terms of, that's a skill. That's a, that is a life thing. Like that's not easy to do. I'm not saying it like, oh yeah, just do it. Like light switch, but just be conscious of it. And even as well, like from not even just from children and parents, but, but even just in normal relationships and friendships and so on and so forth. If someone's telling you some deep stuff, you know, even me, I'm learning myself, like, but instead of just being the hothead or whatever, like, what? Bam. Like, it's, it's now. Like, who, where, and when? Like, just be more like, okay, you know what? Break it down and explain it to me. Everything like that. Okay, now that you've told me, this is what I'm saying. Number one, thank you for telling me. It's not your fault. You know, like, comfort, you know. And then you can deal with it later. But it shouldn't be a knee-jerk reaction. And that's what I have myself have learned for myself. Because Scars asks me, you know, or like like what would a mum do and all that kind of stuff I'm just like bruv like but his arms out bro you know what I mean like we're cool the calvary bruv like we're, we're going over there and it's gonna be news at 10 you know what I mean mm-hmm. like so that's just what it is like we're like I better pray that they use my best you know like my best Instagram photo you know what I mean for for like for like the picture that they use for me that's the kind of vibe I was on but Having watched this, I've learnt myself to hmm, calm down, take time, one minute to what remaining. it is, and be like, okay, you know what? How can I help this person? This person has come to me because they believe, because they see me as a trusted person. And also, what Ayala said is that when the youngest daughter went to the middle daughter, she went to her because she thought that she could solve the problem because the the relationship with the with the brother and the middle daughter was the strongest. That's why she chose her over everybody else because she thought that she could help her. So if someone's coming to you with some really deep information, especially about their past and it's personal, the reason why they're coming to you is because they want you to help them or they see you as someone that can help them. So don't shatter the trust and abuse the trust or go out there and do the wrong thing try and help the person and just understand that's why that person is talking to you. It's not because you're so great and so on and so forth. It's because they've identified you as someone who can handle the information and that may be able to help them or may be able to lead them in the right direction. So that's just Five, what I want to say. Four, with three, two, one. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to just look it off. Yeah. Okay, all off, bruv. Mm-hmm. You know what? Well, very, very, very well said. Oh, thanks, bro. And, and and this is what I'm saying about the show. Like, just right there and then, guys, like, that's a learning curve. Mm. You know what I mean? You actually picked up something different. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, even me, yeah, I learned. You know, you know what's, it's interesting. Like, like I kind of consider myself patient, but I'm like, nah, you have to actually be more patient, mm. especially with these kinds of situations. Yes. And, you know, a little pre, whatever like with myself I feel like a lot of people open up to me so certain times I feel like yeah like when you're getting information you just gotta be very careful like how you you, you talk about things and, and the judgement do you know what I mean especially as a man as a man sometimes yeah. you come especially when someone the female comes with this kind of hey this this man did this this man said that forget even if it's rape if it's molestation even just you know a, a, a difficult situation like it could be a work colleague hey that guy that guy outside just touched my bum yeah do you get what I'm saying what, 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 what do you do most men what let's do hero let's go yeah. now and, and there's nothing wrong with that 
Yeah, sometime, man. Mean? Yeah, sometime. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> all I can say is this, yeah? My my perception about lying, especially from, from anyone else, now I'm like, a, it's like a courtroom. Yeah, cool. I'm going to take what you're saying in, but I have to get that little bit of evidence, a little bit of uh, qualifying. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, in case this uh, goes off, um, we out here, man. GM5M, we'll see you next week, man. Peace, man. Eli and Scars. You know what, yeah? I have to say this. Um, big up to my son, who's his first birthday this week. Hakeem, I love you. Always, forever. Give me a yeah. little cheer, man. A little clap, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Come on. Come on. But yeah. That's the bad <laughs> But yeah, man. All right. Peace out. <laughs>